Welcome to your journey of healing with the Healing Podcast, hosted by licensed clinician Monique Oway and co-host Dr. Amber Moan. Thank you for tuning in to the Healing Podcast. I am your host, Monique Oway. Dr. Moan is not with me today. Today's topic is, it's not this or that, it's your attitude. So what this means is people's attitude and the environment it creates and the opportunities people miss and the connections because they have a poor attitude, right? A negative attitude, a bad attitude. Now, sometimes it's hard for people to recognize that they have a bad attitude. When people tell them, they think, oh, it's just you, you're exaggerating, you don't understand what's going on with me, that's you judging them. So. It's hard for people to see it. But let's talk about if you're really ready to look at is your attitude causing you to miss connections and miss opportunities and just causing you to be unhappy, bitter, even depressed in your life. Because a negative attitude does influence your surroundings. It influences your environment. It influences who wants to be around you and who doesn't. So. Let's talk about why that happens. Okay, so why do people have a negative attitude? So first of all, let me back up. You know what I mean. You ever go somewhere and then, you know, maybe to a store and the person is just a little rude to you for no reason. You go to maybe a restaurant, you feel like the person is just not as welcoming as they maybe they should be. Or maybe you have a friend or a family member who every time you come around them, they're just a little negative, snappy, they just feel like things should happen the way they want them to happen, things like that. Sometimes people with a negative attitude sometimes also come across as very self-centered and selfish because it becomes like it's about them, right? So that's what I mean. I'm talking about that type of person, right? Or that type of situation when it happens. And if that happens most of the time, more so than not, then we're going to say this person probably has a bad attitude, right? face it who wants to be around a person that has a bad attitude but let's look at it where does it come from why is it even there well many times a bad attitude comes from when you have unrealistic expectations in life right if you haven't heard it already go back to our episode of unrealistic expectations i hope you listen to that but anyway let's continue with this episode so a person that has a bad attitude sometimes maybe they've had an expectation of how their life should have gone or a opportunity should have uh, gone or went and or maybe a bad relationship maybe turmoil in their household it could be a health condition uh, it could be finances it could be social environment it could be their upbringing it could just be them being overwhelmed and stressed all those things can create a bad attitude so i'm not knocking the cause of the bad attitude But I am saying, how long are you going to stay in it? And for those dealing with people with bad attitudes, how long are you going to cope and deal with the person that has a bad attitude? Now, many times this bad attitude comes from pain. Again, letdowns. If you had a certain expectation of your life or of people in your life and and those expectations were not met, it's disappointing to the person. It's disappointing to you. So then you stay in that disappointment and it becomes very frustrating. So you're hurt, you're disappointed, now you're frustrated, which turns into anger, and then it just starts to trickle into your day-to-day life. Many times it is your circumstance. You're not pleased with what's going on in your life. You may blame others. Maybe you feel like your predicament 
is because of somebody else's doing and here you are. But let's look at it. But you're the one carrying around this negative attitude and you're the one that has to continue to interact with people and people don't want to interact with you. You many times feel like people should just understand what's going on with you. Well, here's the part that comes becomes the self-centered or selfish part. Do you think people that you're interacting with don't also have issues going on with them? You know, think about that. Yes, you might have a lot of stuff going on with you, but so do other people around you. And then you get into a place of comparison, right? Where you feel like, well, they're not going through what I'm going through, though. I'm losing my house or I'm losing my apartment. I'm losing my car. They have a car. They have a nice house. They don't understand. Well, you don't know what their health report is. You don't know if they have a terminal illness that they've been diagnosed with and you don't, they haven't told you. You don't know where they had to come from to get those things. You can assume all day, but do you really know? But here's the situation with that. Let's look at it. Okay, you're in a predicament where you're losing a lot of stuff. Maybe you have lost a relationship. Somebody cheated on you, mistreated you, abused you, or whatever the case. Just, you know, they ghosted you and you're upset and hurt. And you feel like the other person's in a happy relationship and just thriving and they're having a good time. Fair enough. Well, let's look at why those things happen to you. Why are you losing your apartment? Why are you losing your house? Why are you uh, in a bad situation with work? Is it because of your choices? Have you made poor decisions? Have you made poor choices? Have you jumped into stuff that you maybe should not have jumped in and now it did not go that way? So now you're reaping the consequences where you're in the hole. You're upside down financially. Or let's say it is the relationship. Maybe someone did hurt you. They ghosted you. They mistreated you. They abused you. Fair enough. That is on them. They did those things. But you're carrying those things and you're not doing anything to release them. You're staying in it. And I promise you, that person who ghosted you, mistreated you, abused you, whatever, did not love you appropriately or the way they should, they've gone on with their life. They don't care. They don't care. So it goes back again to decision making. No, it's not your fault how they treated you, but it is up to you to change how you feel and what to do about it. Yes, you may have thought those opportunities were good for you. Maybe that car loan or that house note or that apartment, you thought you could afford it. But now you realize you're in over your head and one check, right? One check. If you live paycheck to paycheck, one check, maybe two. When you miss those checks or something short, it will put you in a bind. So I'm not knocking how soon and how quick someone can turn and get into a situation where they're in a financial predicament where they're losing everything. But here we are. We're facing the facts. This is what's going on. Why is it that you're taking it out on other people? Did everyone cause that predicament that you're in? I don't believe that's the case. And then some people also feel like, well, no one is helping me. People should help me. How do you know that they have help? That's one. But two is what makes you think people should or have to help you? That is incorrect. Yes, we should help each other. We should help our loved ones if we can. Yeah, that's a nice, noble thing to do. But no one is obligated to do that. Okay. And again, I'm going to tell you, if your attitude is poor and it's negative, it's just a horrible to be around. Who wants to help you? Because Usually a person with a bad attitude becomes, is very unappreciative of what a person may go through to help them. So those are some causes of why the bad attitude may come about, right? But let's see what it looks like. Let's, let's talk about what it looks like. It's uh, many times, it's the tone in the voice. They don't always say thank you. They're very demanding. Sometimes they're rolling their eyes. They're always negative instead of seeing the positive, very pessimistic sometimes, you know, or never congratulating anyone. If people around them are doing well, they don't always say, listen, I'm happy for you. 
It makes me feel good to see you're doing well. They don't do that. A person with a bad attitude won't do that. They will just stay in, or they'll say a passive aggressive comment like, oh, I see you have something else again. Well, look at you. Passive aggressiveness also is a sign that it's a bad attitude, but we'll get into later on in another episode why that might be a sign of jealousy. But anyway, let's stick to the attitude itself. All those things are what a bad attitude looks like. Could even be their anger. They could even yell a lot. They might yell a lot. They may be critical. They may even use a lot of profanity. They may curse you out a lot. And again, I'm not saying maybe they may have reason as to why they feel that way, but how they're going about it with you is the problem. And you accepting it is the other problem. Now, that's, that's a whole different thing. If you have people with a bad attitude in your life, why are you accepting it? Why are you still going around that person? Why do you keep going around that person, right? But you with the bad attitude, why are you still expecting people to be around you with that type of attitude? And you recognize that many times people with a bad attitude, they can recognize it. They're just not doing anything to change it. I'm going to say, do you rather stay in that predicament? Would you rather stay in a place where that attitude is affecting you? How many opportunities are you missing because of your attitude? Yes, you have to have skill. Yes, you have to have the ability to do things. But sometimes your attitude is the thing that's blocking you from a wonderful opportunity, a wonderful relationship, a wonderful career or job opportunity, a change in your finances because your attitude is in the way. But I do want you to get some healing and we're going to go ahead and go over that. I'm going to go over and cover that. But I want to go into, you guessed it, I want to make a segue here into the situation. So for today's situation, this is not really like a write-in. This is something I saw online. It's just a scenario. And it goes like this. The title of it was, uh, Poor Man is Deep in the Friend Zone. So it was like a comment. I guess a, a, a woman wrote, made a post and she posted a picture with a male friend. And she says something like this. I'm reading this verbatim. Uh, it says, from top golf to dinner to flowers to ice cream and horseback riding, you outdid yourself on this friend date. You have set the standard for how I should be treated. And you sure set a very high one. I thank God so much that he put you in my life. You're an amazing friend. Thank you for making me feel like a true princess. Okay. So, you know, the comments went in and there, you know, people are saying how this guy will never be more than a friend to this lady and things like that. It's. And many people are saying the only reason he's doing these things because he's hoping that he'll get the opportunity for the friendship to develop into something else. And all those things may be true. Now, I'm going to give a little segue here. Let's talk about it. Maybe they truly are friends. He might be a friend. He may not be interested in her, but he may feel like she's had some bad relationships and he wants to show her how she should be treated. That's fair. That could be the case. But let's look at if it's not. If you're doing these things for a person, now I'm going to flip this. This is both men and women. Men and women, if you are doing a lot for another person, buying them things, treating them to things, surprising them, making sure they're happy, making sure you're encouraging them, listening to them, and hopes maybe one day it will turn into something else, I think you need to watch and see how that person responds. Do they give you any of these things in return? If you want to be, want something else, have you voiced that you want something else? Are you just hoping that these things that you're doing, they will recognize how good you are? And that it'll develop into something else. Well, I think that's a recipe for disaster and disappointment. When you like someone, you should be honest about it. The fear of them 
going away and not being your friend because of it, well, then they weren't really for you anyway, even as a friend, because a person should be able to have an adult conversation and receive what you're saying and talk to you about it at least. So if your thing is, I'm going to keep showing them and showing them again, both a woman doing this for a man and a man doing this for a woman, and then they don't pick you, then you're disappointed and upset with them. And then you're upset with the whole uh, gender. And the thing is, no one told you to do that. You did that maybe because your self-esteem might have been in a lower place. You might have felt like that person was maybe impossible to get into a relationship with. Maybe you felt like they, you know, that you weren't up to their standards, whatever the case may be. And you feel like if I do these things, I'll show them that I'm good enough. Well, you are good enough. You just may not be meant for them or you're in your own way. You have not expressed it. But for the person receiving these things, if you know a person is interested in you and you're using them kind of like, you know, they'll do stuff for you. You know, they'll take you out. You know, they'll buy your dinner. You know, they'll pay a bill for you. You know, they'll listen to you and hug you. And you know, you want nothing else. Just be careful with that boundary. Okay. Because also many, many of those things are things you would get from an intimate partner, not a friend. Yes, sometimes your friend is there, they take you out, they make you feel good. Yes, that's every now and again, that is true. But you know when it crosses the line. This person sends you flowers, they send you encouraging text messages every day, they look after you, they check on you, they look up stuff for you online to help you help solve problems for you, and you have no interest in being with them. It is up to you also to set a boundary, not accept so many things from them, if you don't want it to go further. So... What I will say to a situation like that, if you are in the alleged friend zone, is to be careful with that and to definitely watch how you do things. Okay, so overall, what I'm saying is if you are a friend of someone and you're just doing things just to hopefully help them pick you because you want something more, I think you need to watch that because you're setting yourself up for for a world of hurt. If you are the friend on the receiving end, you think it might be something a little bit more this person wants. Be, be honest with what you're wanting from this person. You love the friendship. You admire the friendship, but you don't want anything more. Now, if you guys are just friends and just be friends and be there for each other. Okay, so if you want to write into the situation, go ahead and email support at thehealingpodcast.com or go to thehealingpodcast.com website, hit the contact tab, and you can fill out the form there. And let's go ahead and make a quick mention to our sponsor, Healing Expressions. Are you someone who has been considering therapy? Perhaps someone else has told you that you need to talk to a therapist. Or maybe you're in a relationship and you want to discuss some challenges that you've been facing with your significant other. Maybe there's a communication issue, perhaps an incident of infidelity. Or maybe you just want to strengthen your relationship because you guys are thinking about taking another step. Maybe you're struggling with anxiety or depression, perhaps grief, life stressors, and you just want to share your thoughts with someone. Well, consider contacting Healing Expressions. Healing Expressions is a private practice located in the Atlanta, Georgia area. You will be given a session at an affordable price with a licensed therapist. If this resonates with you, consider going to HealingExpressionsLLC.com, reading about the practice, and hitting the contact tab to see if you can book a session. All right. Thank you so much. And back to the Healing Podcast. So back into the topic for today which is, it's not this, it's not that, it's your attitude. So, as we said, you're either in pain, you're upset about a situation, it didn't go the way you expected it to go, you are disappointed, uh, someone has hurt you. I'm going to say the bad attitude, even if it's from the environment you were raised in, or you're around, if people have a bad attitude, it does kind of rub off on you. 
But overall, at this point, as an adult, it is up to you to change it because you really are blocking some opportunities, some blessings from you because how can anybody get close to you when you have that type of attitude? How can you gain happiness when you have that type of attitude? No, everything is not everyone else's fault. Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror and realize what you need to change. Let's talk about how stressed are you for that type of attitude? How many nights are you in pain? How many nights are you drinking to cope with that attitude? How many nights are you using other substances to help cope with that attitude to make you feel better? How many nights are you lamenting the things that have happened in the past? Listen, the past is gone. It's nothing you can do about it, but face it and heal from it and move forward. Forgive yourself. Forgive the person that hurt you. Work on that. It may take some time and release it. But focus on what you want to do going forward. So how can you deal with a bad attitude and change it? First, look in the mirror. Stop beating yourself up for poor choices and poor decisions. Take accountability for those decisions and now move forward. If it is a person really that has hurt you that's creating this, keep away from that person. Sometimes, unfortunately, that is is in a marriage. Sometimes some marriages have gotten to the point where they're so bad or in such a turmoil where it is detrimental that that if you stay together, it is detrimental. So you have to look at that because the bad attitude is also leading to health issues. So another thing that can happen with a bad attitude, I can assure you, your blood pressure can't be that great. Okay. So just look at that. And we know blood pressure is nothing to play with. But how to deal with it? One, realize, look at your circumstance. Realize, is it a person in an environment creating it? Step away from that environment or person if you can. I believe you can with anything. If you need to humble yourself and ask for help, ask for help and be appreciative of the help in whatever way it comes. Okay. Take it day by day. Be patient with yourself. It's one step at a time. You didn't get in this predicament overnight per se. So you're not going to come out of it overnight. Yes, some things can change with a miracle and a blessing. Yes, a lot of things can change overnight. But overall, your behavior, the way you perceive things, the way you treat and interact with people, that's going to take some time because you got to change that thing. You have to want to change it. How can you keep positive people around you? Don't look at a positive person with jealous eyes or in, with eyes of envy. But if, if anything, ask them, how do they become so positive? How do they look so, how are they so optimistic in situations? Listen to more positive podcasts or more positive influencers, uh, movies that are positive, things that are, read books that are positive and about changing your behavior and attitude. Uh, stay in environments that foster a good, positive attitude. I will always say go to therapy because it can help you be honest with a person who's not going to judge you. But I can understand sometimes therapy, uh, people feel it's not affordable. I believe it is because we pay for what we want. But if not, listen to some things online to start. Listen, get that stuff in your spirit. Continue to listen and to adhere to it and to think about it. And don't jump. Don't be impulsive and jump and do something without giving it thought. If you need to humble yourself and admit you can't afford a certain thing, you can't afford it now, but you can sure, sure enough afford it later if you take your time. So that is what I'm going to say, what you can do to heal a a negative attitude and just be humble. Ask for help. Don't feel like people are going to judge you and don't be embarrassed about your situation. Sometimes people are afraid to ask for help because they're afraid that people are going to judge their situation. So I hope this helps you to get better because I want you to get better because you need peace in your life. And I'm sorry, a negative attitude never brings peace. I don't care. It doesn't bring peace to people. 
It doesn't bring peace to yourself. So I want you to get the healing that you need so that you can gain all the things that you want. I thank you for tuning into the Healing Podcast. I thank you for everyone for listening. Make sure you go ahead to the YouTube page, the Healing Podcast, with my name, Monique, last name Owe. Hit the subscribe button for me, okay? Go ahead and like, share, subscribe. Thank you again. And let me leave you with this. A bad attitude is like a flat tire. You'll never go anywhere until you change it. Again, thank you for your support and for listening to the Healing Podcast. I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.